I'm going to do a very similar video and podcast to the one I did a few days ago. A little bit satire, or a little bit joking at least, about why I want massive gun control. That was HR-127, I think. Why I want a horrible thing to pass. And if you listen to that one, I read the article, you'll know, you'll understand exactly what I'm, where I'm going here. But HR-1, the House Resolution, it's a House bill in the United States House, would massively overhaul all of election law. It's the Democrat bill, the Democrat solution to the boondoggle election that happened in 2020. And by election, I don't mean election day, I mean election month. Yep, that's right, they want to turn election day into election month or quarter. Because according to the bill, it allows for ballots received, or it forces states to accept ballots received up to 10 days after the actual election that makes those bills count. It allows for total mail-in, so it lets everyone mail in, not just absentee, not if you have an excuse, it lets everyone mail in all the time, uh, pretty much as the standard mail-in elections, and we all know how much we trust that. It allows for ballot harvesting, it allows for anyone to pick up any amount of ballots, so one person, one Democrat activist can pick up a million ballots, and of course, you know, between the people who fill them out and the election headquarters, they can, uh, of course, fill in the ballots circle in, fill in Joe Biden, Harris, other leftists, that's fine. Uh, a whole lot of other stuff. There have been tons of articles and videos done about it. Bongino spoke about it. He's the one who let me know about this bill because I'd kind of forgotten about it. And it's a horrible bill. It's a federal takeover of state elections. According to the Constitution, state legislatures decide how their elections, even the federal president election, remember? It's not one election, it's 50 state elections. So this is a total federal takeover of all elections. It essentially guarantees fraud, mail-in, late voting, ballot harvesting, all sorts of other horrible, horrible things in HR1. But why would I want a bill to pass if it would make the current election fraud and inconsistencies, improprieties much worse? Why would I want things to get even worse? Exactly like I said, I feel like I'm repeating myself, just like I said with the massive gun control bill, HR127, a federal bill that would have essentially made it 100% illegal for any person in the US to own any gun. I think I'm in addition to it made it impossible. It would have banned all guns in the US. Why would I want it to pass? Same exact reason I want this bill to pass. And this bill would be horrible. It would make all elections like the one in 2020, but maybe even worse, because it would give Democrats more time to learn how to cheat the system, because this opens up tons of parts of the system to cheat. Go ahead and read HR1 for yourself. Why would I want this to happen? Because, just like with 127, I want conservatives, libertarians, independents, everyone in the U.S. with a brain to wake up. And this might be the only thing that can wake up Americans because of whatever amount of Republicans you think, of Americans you think are on the right side of whatever issue. If it's 5 million or 10 million or 50 million, maybe 100 million, most of them are asleep. 99.9% .9 of them either don't know there's any issue in the, in the U.S. or they don't know what the issues are. They think, well, the issue is we need Republicans to win. We lost in 2020, we won in 2016, we lost now, we'll win again in two years. It's the pendulum. Oh, it's a pendulum. I think Bongino said that. Considering how smart he is, that's pretty, pretty damn stupid. If it was him, whoever said, it's a pendulum, it swings back this way, it swings back that way. No, it's not. It's not a pendulum. It's a train on a highway to hell, and it only goes one direction. The United States, and every single state, and I've written, I just wrote a whole book about this. <laughs> The whole U.S. has gone in one direction in almost every single way, 99.9% .9 of ways. And we'll discuss 
the few ways it's gotten better. But 99.9% of the ways the U.S. has gone towards leftist, authoritarian, socialism, disgusting, anti-freedom, anti-conservative, anti-free speech, horrible gun control, disgusting tyranny every day for the last 200 years or so. It's only going in one direction. It's not a pendulum. Yeah, but Democrats win or Republicans win. Republicans win and then Democrats win. Technically, Republicans had the United States House and the Senate, you know, more than the Democrats had. That that doesn't matter. For a lot of reasons, it doesn't matter. I've written tons of articles and I just wrote a book about it. It's called The Blueprint for Liberty. You can find it on your Kindle. It doesn't matter because, number one, Democrats do win. Number two, even when they don't win, they really win. How's that? Republicans are the most zealous the happiest to adopt leftist policies. Again, I've written so much about this. We have millions of sources. The biggest, loudest voices for red flag laws are Mike Pence and Trump and Ben Shapiro and David French and who knows who else in the Republican Party. Conservatives. With conservatives like this, who needs Democrats? Conservatives proposed the, what was some other bill? What the hell was it? Some bill that I thought I figured was a Democrat. It was like a gun control bill or a new tax. And I looked and the sponsor was a Republican. Oh, I think it was Rubio. I think it was Marco Rubio. What the hell was the bill? It was... Oh, I think it was the bill to uh, make it so that anyone who's even investigated for terrorism is automatically put on the no firearms list, prohibited person. So even if the government investigates you, screw your process. So they start investigating you, no guns for you, you lose the rights. So yeah, that was Marco Rubio. I figured it would be like a Chuck Schumer bill. Nope, Rubio. The best, most pro-freedom conservative. From Florida, the best, most pro-freedom conservative state. So yeah, even the best are the worst. And I've written so many articles about this. God, I know I'm belaboring the point, but I've written so much. The best pro-freedom people in the country are still leftist communists, and increasingly so. The trend. The trend's what matters. And it's going towards leftism, so it's not a pendulum. And the idiot who says that, please come debate me. I would love to debate you. If I had money, I would pay you to debate me. Because it would be fun. It's not a pendulum. This country gets more and more leftist and disgusting and authoritarian every day. So, why do I want this bill to pass? Because it'll wake up some dumb Americans who are sleeping. They think that all we need is for a few Republicans to win. And this bill is so good, not only will it be such a massive step, because you know how they boil the frog slowly and we never realize it's boiling, then we keep treading really fast to get out and we boil ourselves because we're agitating the water even more and it gets hotter and hotter and then we're dead. Um, or they just turn up the heat more and more until we don't notice it and then next thing we know our insides are cooking. So that's how the boiling frog analogy goes. But this bill is so good for two big reasons. One, it would be a massive step, so it would wake people up. If you know, go slow, you squeeze them slow, they don't realize. But if this massive bill passes, a few million more Americans, not everyone, but a few million more will wake up. But another reason I just realized it's so great, kind of different than the, the HR 127 massive gun ban, it's so great because it is a, an election integrity bill, a pro-voter fraud bill, anti-democratic process bill. Meaning if this bill passes, they will, they will realize that something horrible happened and that horrible thing makes it essentially impossible for republicans to ever win elections ever again get it so for two massive reasons because this very bill undermines the election prospects for anyone who supports freedom to be elected again that's why it's so great so i hope this bill passes go ahead and read the whole bill again i encourage you to read it i have not read the bill i've saw i've seen bits and pieces of it I'm sure it's worse than we could even imagine. And yeah, I hope it passes. I hope it's even worse. I hope they amend the bill and make it worse. I hope they say that anyone... Oh, here's a good idea for an amendment to the bill. Because you could amend the bills throughout the process. Um, especially if it hasn't passed the House yet. So here's a great idea for an amendment. Maybe I'll ask my leftist, anti-freedom, disgusting, commie senators and uh, congresspeople to propose this amendment. 
anyone who, like Marco Rubio said, is investigated for terrorism, or anyone who is um, presumed or suspicious of being a white nationalist or terrorist or neo-Nazi, and that obviously those descriptions include all white people and all conservatives and all pro-freedom non-communists, should be ineligible to even uh, run to get their name on the ballot for any election. Because, come on, we don't want terrorists, you know, white nationalists, horrible, uh, horrible right-wing bigot Nazis, homophobes. We don't want them on our ballot. So let's have an amendment to this bill. And it's not a poison amendment. It's not an amendment that I want, you know, to get into the bill so the bill passes because it makes the bill harder to pass because it's more extreme. I want this amendment to pass, and I want the bill to pass. Again, I want the very worst bill possible. Make it – let's have another amendment to the bill. No white people can be on any ballot as any candidate in the whole country. Then pass the amendment, pass the bill. Biden signed it into law. Or, you know, puppet, we can up Bernie's. If someone can move his hand and make him sign in, or if Harris can sign into law, that's fine. And then we can have no more white people or no more males. That's another amendment, no more males. Let's make it illegal for any male or impossible for a, a male to be on the ballot for any election. Then we'd see a whole lot of people identifying as female. That wouldn't work. But anyway, let's make it as impossible as we possibly can for anyone who supports freedom, for anyone besides for the most radically leftist communists like AOC and Bernie. Let's make it legal for any of them to ever win elections. Make it impossible. If that bill passes, then a few conservatives will wake up and realize it's over. Because here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad and I want it to get worse and be over. It, it's over. It's already over. It's been over for years. If you don't believe that, speak to my brother. He'll, he'll explain it with even more colorful language and, and just a better explanation overall why it's over. It was over years ago, decades ago. It was probably over realistically in like uh, 1780 1790 it was already finished we tried our experiment in freedom the american experiment and it failed but it, it's been getting worse and it's it's if it was dead in like 1800 uh if it was dead in 1860 with what happened if it was the american experiment was totally destroyed and failed in 1913 then it's just digging itself deeper into its coffin and we're putting more nails into the coffin now because it's beyond dead so i don't want to kill it i don't want you to think that because i love what america was built upon freedom more than anyone in the universe but it's already dead. I just want to inform you that it's dead. If someone's doing CPR on a body that's been decomposing for 600 billion years, if I say stop doing CPR, I'm, I'm not the bad guy here. Because people accuse me of being of being evil or not supporting America or not supporting freedom. It's over. If you're doing CPR on, on a corpse of, of a mummy of a, a 100 billion years old, and I drag you off the corpse and say, let's not waste our time and energy on, on something that has zero chance of surviving, that is super duper dead for a long time, zero chance of viability, let's leave. I'm not the bad guy. I'm just trying to make you aware of the realities of what's going on. So I want this bill to pass. Once it passes, another 50 to 100 million concerned Americans will wake up, mostly pro-freedom-minded people, will wake up and start marching behind me in our fight for freedom. And what will that look like? Well, America's gone, and you know Pelosi will have put the final nail into the coffin with this bill that passes. So these people and me will have given up on the whole United States, all 50 states. Then we'll start finally doing what we should have done years ago and focus on one or two states. Is that South Dakota? Is that Florida? Is that New Hampshire? Texas, Missouri? I don't know. There are a few states that are decent. Wyoming, maybe Idaho. But let's not, let's not try to save every state. Let's not try to save the whole country in DC. It's not gonna happen. So I want this bill to pass so people can realize America's gone. One or two or three states, maybe tops, should be focused on. And if we all focus on one state, maybe we can save that state. If we don't, we are screwed. And that's all I have to say on HR1 for now. I hope it passes.
So make sure to email your congressmen and senators and, and tell them, it's awkward, but tell them to support this bill. Check out libertyblock.com for more. This is Alu Axelman saying thank you and good night. And lots more to come from the Liberty Block. I'll see you guys later.